First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Amazon announced an $8.45 billion acquisition of MGM, the storied but troubled studio that's the home of key franchises like James Bond and Rocky. What does that mean for you in the future of its prime video streaming service? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to break down this massive deal is our media expert, Joan Salzman. Welcome, Joan. Hey, great to be here. So this is the second largest deal in Amazon's history, falling behind only the $13.4 billion Whole Foods acquisition. So why does... Amazon want MGM? I mean, with Amazon, you know, it always comes back to like selling you batteries and toilet paper, honestly. (laughs) I mean, everything that Amazon does, at least anything connected with Prime, that Prime word, it all comes back to getting people into that membership service, whether that's because you're coming in through Amazon Prime Video, because you want to watch James Bond movies there, through this purchase of MGM, or if you're coming into Prime just to buy those batteries and toilet paper, it really cares about getting those Prime members, regardless of the reason you join, because they know not only do you get that membership subscription, but those people that are Prime members spend more on Amazon. So ultimately, like every other kind of major move that Amazon, in terms of like anything to do with its retail operation, it all comes back to Prime and selling you more stuff. The strategy here is, though, that Amazon does believe that it has to be bigger to compete in Hollywood. It, it's its media and entertainment wing, this Amazon Prime Video wing, Amazon Studios wing. They recognize that especially as more and more companies and media glom together and you have to be a giant, that it has to compete like a giant in Hollywood, too, even if it doesn't actually have ambitions to be literally like a turn turn MGM into like the next Disney or the next even like the next Sony Pictures Entertainment. Like even if it doesn't have ambitions like that to take the studio and reinvigorate it into another glorious studio heyday. I realize it has to be giant in Hollywood, and this is one step on that path to hopefully becoming giant. That, that's an interesting point because I've I've always sort of viewed Prime Video as this add-in, right? Like I, I primarily sign up for Prime Delivery Service, and that's primarily how I use it. And this was a, a nice throw-in. I'm curious, like why they feel like they need to have that scale, to have that that size of MGM. When I assume maybe incorrectly, that most folks think like me and that, you know, they're primarily about the prime delivery service and that video thing is kind of nice to have. Like, is there, uh, I'm just curious if there is, uh, if that is a big factor, like having that streaming service and making that streaming service as robust as possible. Does that really have a big impact on folks and whether or not they want to stick with prime? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's two ways to answer it. There's what we know from the environment that Amazon operates in and how people generally act. And then what we don't know, because Amazon just doesn't tell us. (laughs) So Amazon doesn't tell us. We know that Amazon um, Prime um, membership generally for like all the little perks and bells and whistles that you get for it, including the the shipping perks, 
video, you know, music, blah, blah, blah. We know there's 200 million people that have Prime Worldwide. They've never said how many of those people actually use Prime Video on a regular basis. So we have no idea of just how much of an enticement Prime Video is to getting people to, may, you know, come into Amazon Prime as a member, but crucially to stay there. Um, and I think that like what Amazon is doing, and this kind of gets to the, the first part of answering this question, what Amazon has realized is what a lot of people have realized is that if you're operating a streaming video service, you need two things. You need to have really big, eye-popping, gotta-see-it things that bring people in. You don't necessarily need to have one of those every week, but you gotta have something. And hopefully, if you're gonna be as big as Amazon and be investing as much as Amazon, you gotta have like more than one. And so Amazon, you know, like Disney Plus had its Mandalorian, and now they've got these Marvel original series. Netflix has a plethora of these. Bridgerton, most recently, Stranger Things, you know, going back a little bit further. Witcher is a big one that's come out of them. Um, and HBO Max, even though it's brand new, what we're realizing is now HBO Max is betting really big on these, you know, same day um, Warner Brothers movies that are available on a streaming service and in theaters like um, Kong vs. Godzilla. We've got In the Heights coming up. Um, we've got... Matrix 4, blah, blah, blah. So you got to have those big, big things to get people in. And then you also have to have a giant library to keep them there. So once they come in, they don't see the one thing, get bored and decide they're going to leave. And so that's what Amazon's doing here. Like they're getting a little bit of both. They're getting um, James Bond is kind of like the crown jewel franchise associated with with MGM. So they've got a little bit um, of a toehold there with a big franchise. And then they also have sort of like this giant catalog going back almost a century of this studio that they can mine um, this IP, this intellectual property to create new material from these things that even if maybe younger viewers um, aren't familiar with it, certainly older viewers can vouch can be attracted to it and you know it's there's definitely like strong bones there for you to build more stuff on it's proven proven franchises in the past right and you make the point your story though that well i imagine you can make spin-offs or or build off of some of those existing ips the the catalog itself it's not super clear cut how much of that will actually end up on the service right like can you kind of take me through why it's 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 not as clear cut as just they bought a bunch of MGM stuff and the whole library gets on Prime Video. It's not that simple, right? No, it's not nearly that simple. And unfortunately, it's also it's it's even more complicated than you ever really want to have to talk about. Like, unfortunately, because it's been a studio for so long, and it and not only a studio for nearly a hundred years, it's been it's had. Tr troubles. It's been a troubled studio mm -hmm. for a long time. And so, um, so for example, you know, everyone associates the Roaring Lion MGM logo at the beginning of movies like The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind. But MGM doesn't own those movies anymore. That's why HBO Max is streaming them now. Because like two decades ago, MGM and Turner of Turner Classic Movies were in some, and you're gonna have to go to a media porter from two decades ago to like figure out how this all. But I think that actually MGM actually paid Turner to take these like iconic movies and own them. I, I don't understand it, but basically, 
if you're gonna, you, you can't, you definitely aren't gonna be able to expect for Amazon Prime Video to immediately have Wizard of Oz or Gone with the Wind or Singing in the Rain on its service. And that's just one example of how, you know, MGM as a studio, not only for film, but for television, it's much more kind of the mercenary model of a studio where it makes um, film and television. And sometimes it releases it as on its own, as its own distributor. But more often than some other studios, it distributes them to other places for them to um, be, especially with television, for them to, you know, they make Handmaid's Tale for Hulu. They make um, Fargo for FX. And so what that basically just means is that there are just a lot of deals and a lot of these deals are unique to a title or unique to a particular section of their catalog. I mean, James Bond is another great example. James Bond. So MGM ha makes James Bond movies, but the creative decisions about who's going to be the next Bond, when will the next Bond movie come out? Can there be like a series spinoff of Bond? They don't get to make those decisions. That's owned by like these ha this half this half brother and sister who were like handed down the rights, the creative control rights to. They don't even have total control over that. So, I guess love, bottom line is it's complicated. That's that's all I can say. <laughs> right, and 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 MGM already has a deal with Viacom, CBS, Paramount Plus, right? In terms of streaming services. Yeah, right? and like another issue about that. So the deal with Paramount Plus, which is owned by um, Viacom, CBS, um, like we don't know exactly how exclusive. So we know that like movies like. Um, uh, House of Gucci, which is the movie that has like Lady Gaga in it coming out. We know that like the next James Bond movie, I think, I think there's some others that, sorry, I can't, that aren't coming to mind, but there's, you know, some, some decent movies that are going to be coming out. They're going to have a period of time where they stream on Paramount Plus after they go first to epics, which is also another thing that MGM owns. And Amazon hasn't even said what they're going to, they didn't mention epics once in their press release. So who knows what happens to that? But we don't know if like that deal for Paramount Plus to get these MGM movies is an exclusive one. Like, do they go to Epics first and then go exclusively to Paramount Plus and therefore Amazon couldn't touch them? Does Amazon integrate Epics into, which is a cable network and also an app, does it integrate Epics into Prime Video? It, there's, it's, it, it, like I said, it's complicated. Got it. So, I mean, the idea here is that those that, that existing catalog may or may not show up on Prime Video, but... I guess theoretically, uh, Amazon could make movies based off of the Wizard of Oz IP. Is that sort of what the the thinking is for why there's some value in MGM's back catalog? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily because of Wizard of Oz, um, but and maybe I mean, that's not the best example. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, there's like they MGM has made um, movies like like Basic Instinct, Creed. That's another one like Rocky and oh, yep. Creed. Those yep. movies, Poltergeist, RoboCop. Um, Science of the Lambs, Thumb and Louise, Tomb Raider, Pink Panther, Thomas, like lots and lots of like movies that are really classics that um, even if, as I said, younger audiences don't recognize like the Pink Panther, it's built on, you know, a creative underpinning that's that's good. Those things were hits. Like Pink Panther movies are funny if you go back and watch them. Um, and so if they are able to mine that catalog of of IP and franchises, then they're at least working with, you know, like they're doing renovations on a house with good bones. Got it. Well, I, I can't wait for a Ro RoboCop remake right. by Alexa. Because <laughs> that would be... 
terrible, but also I'd probably still watch it. Oh my um, god. <laughs> well, so MGM's it's one of the few few smaller media properties left, and you know, this happened shortly after AT&T said it was selling off Warner Media to Discovery. Been a lot of deals, obviously, uh, over the last couple of months. Do you expect any more deals in this area? Or are we are we kind of like settled with a bunch of giants all cobbled together? I would say probably not done. Like this is the crazy thing is that even though it seems like there's nobody else to buy, <laughs> um, I think that you're still going to see more M&A coming because like I think I said earlier, you, you really have to be giant to compete now. Um, and, you know, one great example of something that's still sort of um, flittering out there is um, Sony Pictures Entertainment. You know, Sony um, as the as the you know Japanese conglomerate that, you know, in America we largely know for um, their consumer electronics, in addition to putting out movies like like this, like Into the Spider Verse and and other many many other many other things, you know, Sony Pictures Entertainment and its other media um, elements don't really fit naturally, you know, inside of Sony quite as much in the current environment um, of how media has shaken out um, to be mostly kind of conglomerating around you know, like just a horizontally integrated, all we do, pure play media giant. Um, so that's a possibility. Someone could make a big bet and and buy that one too. And then there's also like even companies that are mid-tier are also getting speculated about as being acquisition targets. Like Viacom CBS is a great example. It's a pure play media company. It's much larger than MGM, but it also isn't on the scale nearly as like a Disney or a Warner Media Warner Media Discovery sort of combination if that if that deal actually goes through. So it's possible. I would be actually I would even though there's been so much MA, it seems like there's no more takeovers and purchases and and mergers and acquisitions that can happen. I would actually be surprised if this is the end that we hear of it. Got it. I'm sure there's there's still more to come. Joan, thank you for your time. You can check out our story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>